It's high noon, and it's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life is on a small hiatus right now. We're going to be back to the poetry on October 20th, so you can look forward to that. All of my Scottish friends, I have terrible, I'm sorry, I have terrible accents, uh, but I do have Scottish buddies and, you know, Aaron Gannon. Andy Talbot, cool people. Anyways, poetry will be back. I'm still writing, don't worry kids. Big, 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 big week for Benjamin here. Uh, My 47th birthday is on Sunday. (laughs) I'm so old I forgot what day it was. Uh, 1010, 1974. Pam Benjamin showed up on the planet and yay, I don't know. <laughs> but Sunday's gonna be a really exciting day because it's the opening day of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the sixth annual here in San Francisco. It's the biggest year ever. The opening show at 11.30 a.m. is at Asiento. It's brunch, comedy brunch, holidays and laughs, yay. And it's my birthday, but I'm not going to drink because I have so many shows. There's five shows that day in the festival. And also, I get to be on the punchline at 8 o'clock. The wonderful, amazing Ron Vi of the punchline granted me a birthday gift, a wish. All my wishes came true. I was up six weeks ago, and now I'm up again. Yeah! I'm going to do totally different jokes than I did last time six weeks ago. Completely different jokes. And knock it out of the goddamn park. Anyway, come on Sunday to the Punchline. Or better yet, come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Come to any of those five shows on the opening day. It's going to be amazing. All right, I'm going to play some music. I'm, I've got guests coming in today. I believe the Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be here, which is wonderful. At some point, uh, I believe Lee Wyatt Stewart, comedian, writer, fun guy, writes for the Potrero News up on the hill, and hopefully he's coming in. And I talked to Al D, the hilarious comedian out of British Columbia originally, but just came back from Taiwan. Did a lot of comedy over there. We were talking last night. He's a fun guy. Hopefully... He has nothing to do. But until then, I'm going to play some music and we'll get to some stuff. We're going to have a good time together. I'm going to start. I'm playing. I'm into 70s music right now, I think, because I was born in the 70s. So maybe that's why I'm into it. But I love the band America for a couple reasons. One, (laughs) they did the entire soundtrack to The Last Unicorn, which is one of the best movies ever made in the history of movies at least in the history of cartoons. Come on now, if you haven't ever seen The Last Unicorn, what have you been doing with your life? Anyways, The Last Unicorn, I'm alive. Have a taco. If any of you have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, this is a different song by America, and I like it so much, and it's Sister Golden Hair. So enjoy this song, and then we're going to be back with some Cat Stevens. I know, I'm super 70s today. (laughs)
Well, I tried to make it Sunday, but I got so damn depressed that I set my sights on Monday and I got myself undressed. I ain't ready for the altar, but I do agree there's times when a woman sure can be a friend of mine. Well, what's happening here? I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties. I'm not surprised. Not at all surprised trying to play some Cat Stevens, and it's not working. Why not? Is it? It's my volume, I bet. I bet this is it. Pulling back the veil for y'all. Now that I've okay. lost it. Here we go. How am I sing a song now that I wrote, I think, before I tried to make... Um, a second comeback and uh, this I think I think I'm basically talking about myself in this one this is called Wild World la 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 
Now that I've lost everything to you, say you wanna start something new, and it's breaking my heart you're leaving. Maybe I'm grieving, but if you wanna leave, take good care. Hope you have a lot of nice things to wear, but then a lot of nice things turn bad out there. Remember you like a child girl You know I've seen a lot of what the world can do And it's breaking my heart in two Because I never want to see you sad girl Don't be a bad girl If you want to leave, take good care Hope you make a lot of nice friends out there But just remember there's a lot of bad
where he would have a hassle with the human race. Sang hip hop and don't stop, just blast off. Sure shot, cause the man from Mars stopped eating cars and eating bars. And now he only eats guitars. Yeah! I remember that song from when I was little, and uh, it was like the first rap song that I was exposed to. Thanks, Blondie. Uh, hey, to my favorite, Billy Joel. I This is one of my favorite songs of all time. If you search for tenderness it isn't hard to find You can have the love you need to live But if you look for truthfulness You might just as well be blind It always seems to be so hard to give Honesty If I wear my heart out on my sleeve But I don't want some pretty face To tell me pretty lies All I want is someone to be Don't be too 
concern I won't ask for nothing while I'm gone But when I want sincerity Tell me where else can I turn Cause you're the one that I that song I love I love Billy Joel I'm sorry I'm, if you don't but I'm a fan I like the guy um I hear that you can actually like go to a bar and hang out with him now like does that do you just you know cool all right I've got some weird stuff we're deep into 70s because uh, it's my birthday on Sunday and I was born in the 70s I've got a couple things uh I love Elton John, too. We're all 70s all day here at MutinyRadio.fm, the AltaCast. Uh, but I also have, this is also from the 70s, and it's the first annual message from the president of the Booze is the Only Answer Club, Woody Woodbury, a philosophical collection of thoughts and events to further the aims and ideals of this sterling crusade. I, I can't believe that I haven't come across this Earlier, Woody Woodbury's, before we get to to Tiny Dancer, Woody Woodbury's handbook for members of the booze is the only answer club. Containing the constitution and bylaws of booze is the only answer club, a fermented biography of its founder, Woody Woodbury, who has never been known to founder. Uh, A gallery of outstanding American positive drinkers, a collection of recipes for official mixed drinks, our leader's hunting and fishing guide, the Immoral Bard, being a gathering of wild poetry, toasts, stories, and other items of an alcoholic nature, and a half a hundred of the daffiest drawings ever to come from a 90-proof inkwell. Delirious dreamedly dreamed up from the bottom of the mind of Dr. Billy Rogers. And this is actually even older. This is 1960, so we're really reaching back. I'm going to play some of that after Tiny Dancer.
Rocking the 70s hard. <laughs> I like it. I've also got James Taylor on deck. You might listen to a little Bob Dylan. But I want to get to this first annual message from the president of the Booze is the Only Answer Club. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is what I need to hear today, right? Okay, here we go. Woody Woodbear. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon and good morning to those of you who just got up. In this first annual message to all of you Batoans, you're going to discover something wonderful. People just like you really have a ball. We're recording live tonight from the Bahama Hotel here in Fort Lickerdale, Florida. Long drinks and short songs are the rule here in this sunny, fun-filled haven for happy hoochers. And here we go with our own Bitoa International Anthem. club members tonight, friends, is to get their views on a myriad of different subjects, the most important of which is a casual booze every three or four minutes. Claude, you might put one in a glass while you're waiting. Now, I'll tell you who I'd like to talk to, Emma. Emma, tell me, darling, where are you from? I never did ask you that, but you're a positive thinker because you've been drinking that booze pretty good tonight. Now, will you answer me this, Emma? How did you first meet your husband? Did, 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 uh, well, how did you meet, huh? I was gonna say, did a bar, or, or you know, did a cocktail party or anything like it? <laughs> Emma, quit applauding yourself here. What was he doing in the hardware store? I see. And what were you doing in the hardware store? Oh, I just wanted to see him. I want to nail him. <laughs> oh, heaven help the poor working man. Emma, I want to ask you something out there while we still have a certain amount of uh, decorum here. What is your candid... Uh, uh, opinion of uh, people who go out and drink like this, you know, it's normal. Oh, I think it's just wonderful. You have a grand time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we back in the hardware store again? <laughs> Emma, 
Donna, thank you so much, and I'm glad that you're a positive thinker, and I'm glad you like to drink, and I think she's been a good gal. So what do you say we give her a nice round of applause? I've got this couple up here. Will you tell me your name, dear heart? Penelope Jones. <laughs> Penelope Jones. Penelope, it's great to have you here, dear heart. It's great having been had here. It's great having been, oh, no. Without a doubt, Penelope is a member of the club. I guarantee you that right off the bat. Thing out for I guess to you, son. That's all. Penelope, what are your casual views as to drinking, honey? Booze is the only answer. You sweet thing. Do you have any pets or anything like that? I have two poodles. You have two poodles? Yes. And a boxer. You have a that boxer? was bred with a German shepherd. Give him a little three and one on the rocks, will you? Chimpanzee and um, oh, three cats. Where do you keep the cat? In the cat house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I would have said it, it would have been dirty, wouldn't it? Somebody else could say it. It's a riot. <laughs> Penelope, let's say hello to the little lady on your right there in the striped uh, blouse. What's her name? Muriel. Hi, Muriel. Where Hi. are you from, honey? New York. You're a New Yorker? Mm-hmm. You've been out with this man before? Yes. Has he always been a perfect gentleman? All the time. Dull, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he made one lousy pass at you, he had Muriel. What the heck? <laughs> Let's move over, Muriel, for a minute and talk to this man here in the glasses on your right. Let's find out his name. What's his name? Cosgrove. Cosgrove, sure it is. <laughs> You're not in the newspaper business either, are you, Cosgrove? I have a route. <laughs> Where's your newspaper route? Ojis, Florida. The devil it is. Ojis, Florida. It's a marvelous little community. Nobody knows exactly where it is, but it's a tremendous community. Now, Ojis, Florida is a little bit, uh, it's north of Miami, and it's south of uh, Hollywood. <laughs> it lays, it lies between the two. <laughs> I really think he's got a feather truss on this. <laughs> Cosgo, she looks like a lovely girl to me. Get rid of her. <laughs> Let's move around here to Penelope's date. <laughs> Sir, would you be kind enough to tell me your first name? Herman Lunny. Oh, you always talk like that, Herman? I knew. Have you tried blowing your nose, Herman? You sound like a mixed-up Jose Jimenez, doesn't it? Where's your home, sir? Chillicothe, Ohio. What do you do in Chillicothe, Herb? I run a chicken hatchery. What do you do in the chicken hatchery? I put the chickens on the egg. <laughs> 
tell me this, sir, I'm just out of curiosity, because some people think this is a hokey up phony deal, and I've never met you before in my life. No, enough you haven't. Where, where did you meet Penelope? Well, she brought some of her eggs up to my hatchery. And you put some old chicken on them right off the bat, is that right? Are you much of a drinker, Herman? No, I never touch the stuff. I swallow it. Must think positive. Who? Tell me. go out to have a booze or two. How do you feel about going out with a mixed group? Booze is the only answer. <laughs> I've got a lovely lady here, friends. Now, I'd like to ask you your name, dear. Will you tell me? Just your first name is all right. Ellen. Ellen, where are you from, honey? Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. This is your first time down in Florida? No, I come here every year, but I've never been in here before. You've never been in this saloon before. Helen, are you a member of the Booze is the Only Answer Club? Not yours. I'm a member, but not to you. <laughs> As of now, you are a member, Helen. It's nice to have you here. Tell me, honey, are you a married woman? Yes. Fine. Is your husband here? Yes, he is right here. Helen, how long have you been married, darling? 18 years. Wonderful. How many children? None. Oh. Got a you have a parakeet in 18 years of marriage? <laughs> Wonderful. I wouldn't put you too much out of shape. How about a Shetland pony next time? <laughs> What's your husband's name, Ellen? Harry. Harry, bless your heart. Nice to have you here. What do you do in Detroit, Harry? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, 18 years and no kids, I believe you, Harry. <laughs> Ellen, I want to ask you this one thing. How do you feel about having a drink or two or three? I think that everybody should have at least two or three drinks before dinner. Now, I go along with that 100%, unless it's a medical thing where drink is bad for you. Well, I don't know. I've had two heart attacks, and I've never felt better in my life for drinking. <laughs> Ellen, I think you're a positive thinker. The doctor told me to have at least three ounces a day, so I upped it a I think it's wonderful, Alan. Harry, what's your reaction toward having a few drinks? Well, I, I never have a few drinks. You never stop at a few drinks, Harry? Huh? Oh, I always get uh, drunk where I, I don't know what I should do. Not what you should do, what you are doing. Remember, we're 18 years and no kids. We all know what you should have been doing. Well, I still have the pair of people. Yeah. <laughs> That parakeet asked me for whiskey every morning. That's right. You've got a positive thinking parakeet. <laughs> uh, he says to me, Papa, that, uh, he calls me Papa because he doesn't have anybody else to call Papa. Well, you didn't either, Harry, so... Uh... So, uh, so, when he says, Papa, give me whiskey, well, naturally, my wife has to go to the bottle. 
I see. Actually, anybody probably from the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, you know, if somebody's a real hypocrite about something, they think that. Here we've got a man in a nightclub who's feeding booze to a parakeet. The doctor told us to give him a drink once a month. Hi, golly. <laughs> or even getting the doctors on our side. There's two ways about it. Helen, I appreciate your, your wonderful cooperation. Thank you. Thank you. Bird stories are good, too. You didn't start about the bird bill all her nest with a hole in the bottom? Loved to lay eggs, but she hated kids. Applause, <laughs> put one in a glass. <laughs> says here, party from Wausau. Is it Wausau? Looks like it. Wausau, Wisconsin. Oh, Nassau. Mm -hmm. W-A-U-S-A-U. Nassau. Good enough. Are you Americans or are you British? British. British. Fine. Just curious. It's always nice to have you here. See them foreigners? They look just like us. Look at them. They look like us. Oh, he's from Great Britain? Yes. A British subject? Scottish. Scottish. Well, I'll be going to hell. <laughs> nice to have you here, sir. Those of us who live in Canada or the United States should get up every morning of our lives and face northeast and propose a toast to the greatest ally either one of us ever had. Scotland. <laughs> Tell me, Gil, are you a married man? Sometimes. Sometimes? There's a lucky one here tonight, Gil. Oh, I certainly like the way you say that. Boo. Which is your lady tonight, Gil? I've got three tonight. You've got three tonight? My God, you want to lie down for an hour or so? You must be exhausted. <laughs> sort of like making payments on the car after you've had to wreck, ain't it, Gil? We have been preaching your gospel. Who is the only Well, now, it's not too consistent with the gospel, as most of us know that word. And a good drinker isn't a preacher. I mean, he doesn't preach. I know some preachers who are pretty damn good drinkers, come to think of it. Uh, you passed it. It's right there. Out. A man, uh, so help me heaven, I could have stopped a man, I, and he would have said, okay, would, thank you, that would have been it. But a girl, I'll take all. Yeah, we lost three into the pool last week. <laughs> Nothing but conceit, that's all. So I got a beautiful gal over here. Sandy, I understand you're a member of the club, and you're pretty much of a positive thinker. Well, uh, yeah, that depends. Tell me something. I just want to know this because we got a bunch of drinkers here. Not drunks, but drinkers. What's your honest opinion about uh, going out and boozing, drinking, as long as you don't overdo it? Well, like I, uh, I dig it. I mean, like what else is there to say? Hey, like you're pretty far out, ain't you? <laughs> I just like the way you talk, Sandy. And your husband is a doctor, is that right? Well, he's my ex-husband. <laughs> well, I, you know, most people get along better that way. Matter of fact, talking about booze, um, I'm of the opinion that, uh, you know, it's good for the liver. I mean, I think it, uh, alcohol preserves the liver, but... Yeah, I've seen a lot of livers in those jars, and they all got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy, I think you're, I think you're off on a hell of a tangent here. 
Now, just for the heck of it, now, just for the heck of it, now, let's just go to the doctor and let's just uh, ask, uh, ask the doctor who's opposite you there. Doc? Yes. I'd like to know about that uh, alcohol preserving that liver. Well, it has many uh, sterling qualities. Uh, there are approximately 100 uh, tranquilizers available to the American public today. And I would say that alcohol is the oldest, the safest, and the cheapest in the long run. Of the tranquilizers? Hey, how about that? <laughs> Doctor, I appreciate your views relative to the tranquilizers, and we're certainly not trying to knock the tranquilizers out of action or anything else. Yes, Why would you ask him about his liver? I, uh, I feel my liver every morning. It's down around my right shin bone. <laughs> <laughs> I read a thing by this doctor. He says, never feed your youngster milk before you put him to bed at night. He says, milk turns to butter. Butter turns to fat. Fat turns to sugar. Sugar turns to alcohol. You got a six-year-old wakes up with a hangover in the morning. Claude? <laughs> Claude, is this your birthday? Well, then don't send me the note today. Oh, maybe it's today. I don't know. I don't know what you're drinking, but I want some of it. I know that. Interesting. Booze is the only answer. They're just talking to drunk people, that's all. Uh, I'd like to see what happens on side two here. I mean, he was just talking to drunk people, which is cool, like, but...
out of the round backer. <laughs> booze is the only answer. All in favor of booze is the only answer, say aye. aye. People who don't drink get the hell away from them. They'll teach you bad habits. Booze, it's the greatest thing in the world. But don't let booze control you. Everybody knows that whiskey controls. I mean, uh, oh Lord, I love this stuff here. I'll let me tell you. Everybody knows whiskey dulls the brain, but if you control the amount of alcohol you absorb or consume, you never let yourself get to that point. People who do not drink are usually a burden upon those with whom they travel and never even realize it. I said that in here one night, this woman jumped up and said, I don't drink and I'm no burden. There's proof of it right there. Who the hell wants somebody like that hanging around, right? Why, certainly. You must control the amount of alcohol you absorb or consume. Booze is the Only Answer Club is the largest independent organization of its type in the world today. You realize this is the only club in the, in the world where it, it only takes a quorum of one to start a meeting. <laughs> the advantages to a thing like this. We've got a young couple with us tonight. And this young couple are from Chicago, Illinois. And they just got married. They eloped, as a matter of fact. And uh, her name is Joanne, and his name is Gene. I'd like to have your views about the power of positive thinking as against uh, the power of negative thinking when it comes to drinking. How do you feel about having a drink, Joanne? I like it. You don't like it? Could I ask you almost any other question on your honeymoon, and would you give me the same answer? <laughs> Who else can I change How about this girl with the sword through the middle of her beehive here? What's your name, dear heart? Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann? Yes. Well, you talking in more cell? You couldn't talk at all, Barbara Ann. <laughs> Barbara, where are you from, dear heart? I'm Southern, dear. Where about? Virginia. Fine. Are you a married girl? Yes. Is your husband here? Yes. Yeah, look around now. For heaven's sakes. Where is your husband, Barb? Stand up, Needles. Needles? Stand up, dear. Hello, Needles. Barbara, what are your candid views on taking a drink when you go out at night, honey? I love it. Good. <laughs> We are talking about a drink, Barbara. Well, I'm with you, dear. What's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Holy sapphire there, Michael. Uh, what would you say your capacity is? I mean, you're a normal American Try housewife. Me. Hmm? Try me. By golly, I think I will. <laughs> She said, try me, and that's just what we're gonna do. For the rest of the night, I want you to give as much booze as she can absorb, I want you to keep her filled. Well, how about my friends? I have... Yes, you have 16 friends there. They are more or less on their own, Barbara. I mean, you can carry this good sports stuff pretty far, too. Needles, now don't misunderstand me, old Dan. I'm not gonna try and get your wife loaded, you know. But she said try me, and we're just getting Do you actually know uh, how much your wife can drink? Be my guess. <laughs> You've already gone through it, old Dan, haven't you? Huh? Right. She 
can hold a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Woody? Yes, sir. We were married five years before we had our first child. Is that right? Yeah. Well, was there a reason for that? You couldn't sober her up for the first five years? Well, we love our booze. I appreciate it. Are you kids members of the club? Yeah. You are members? Wonderful. In your Virginia Beach home? That's right. Do you have your charter up on the wall? Right. Good. Woody? I'm from Virginia Beach, but we live at Coco now, and we have a missile man with us, and I thought you'd like to talk with him. A missile man? Yes. Fine, let's bail. talk to the missile man. Is he, is he a member of the club, too? No, but get him to join. We darn sure will. What's his, what's his first name? Lauren. Lauren? Don't You're... blame it on to me. Well, <laughs> are you married, Lauren? Yes, I am. Well, it's hard to blame it on a married man, Lauren. <laughs> Which is your wife? Which girl's your wife there? She's the breezy one in the corner. <laughs> the breezy one? What's she doing, lighting a fuse up there at Canaveral? <laughs> What's her name, Orrin? Edith. Hi, Edie. Just don't forget what the atomic scientist's wife said, too. If you can't get into orbit, Dad, get off the launching pad. <laughs> We don't want negative thinkers in this club. Woody, I'd like to tell you while we're down here. What's that, Needles? We, uh, we're having a little convention down here. Uh-huh. And uh, you might uh, use this later on, but uh, the name of the campaigners are the adult delinquency campaigners. And adult our, delinquency our, campaigners? Yeah, adult delinquency campaigners, and our motto is help stamp out sex. <laughs> Where do you get off talking like that? <laughs> Stamp out sex. That's right. There's, there's too much of this adult delinquency going on, Woody. You think so? I'm sure of it. Think we could find any tonight, Needles? <laughs> I'll tell you what, look around. See if yeah, booze is really the only answer. <laughs> Right, Woody, who's is the only answer? Because I'm going to get drunk and be somebody. Good. <laughs> Woody, we'd like to uh, present you with a ticket here. We've got a ticket that entitles you for a, a trip to the moon. Right here. Free. No charge. <laughs> understand I'm getting a ticket for a trip to the moon from a man who ain't been in orbit in five years. <laughs> Can I read this, Oren? Uh, the Luna Colonization Rocket. Confirmation for Woody Woodbury, registered with the Greater Cocoa Beach, Florida Chamber of Commerce, Moon Flight Headquarters, Cocoa, Florida. Hey, that's a nice thing. I'm gonna keep that beauty. You got only one question. Do they have any liquor up there? I don't know. Maybe you ought to go and let us know. <laughs> Barbara, I wanna to talk to the man on your right also for a second, the man with the... Oh, he's fabulous. <laughs> What's your first name, sir? Don. Don? You married man? Oh, yeah. How long married, Don? 20 years. How many children? Two. Two? <laughs> In 20 years? Is your wife here, Don? Yep. What's her name? Alice. Hi, Alice. Two kids in 20 years. 
I like married life to old Don Juan. After Juan, he's all Don. I guess he's Don too. He'd be twice as good as Don Juan, wouldn't he? The girl in the black dress with the white collar, you... They should all be married to obstetricians. We had five and what, six years? Or is it six and five years? <laughs> Depends on what you're drinking. <laughs> Five kids in six years? What's your name, Carolyn, or uh, dear? Norma. And what's your husband's name? Jack. What do you do in Coco, Jack? Other than that. <laughs> I just love a baby. <laughs> you, are, uh, you are an obstetrician? Yeah. Huh? That's, that's the greatest kind of a doctor to be, isn't it? You got so many other fellows working for you. <laughs> You know, did you ever hear the story of the, uh, about the woman went to the doctor and he examined her and he completed this exam and he turned to her. He says, where's your husband? She says, I don't have a husband. He says, where's your boyfriend? She says, I don't have a boyfriend either. The doctor walked to the window and he raised the shade. She says, what are you doing that for, Doc? It's the last time this happened, a star rose in the east and I ain't gonna miss it this time. <laughs> At that table, we've missed one other couple. The man in the glasses. Uh... Is your wife here, Walt? Yeah, oh, yeah. That must be the gal in the red dress. Uh, not, not quite. Not quite? It's the only way to live, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is your wife there, Walt? The one next to the dock. Oh, I didn't see that little rascal. <laughs> oh. She's in good hands. Yeah, I've been watching it. <laughs> What's your wife's name, Walt? Uh, let her tell you. What's your name, dearie? Betty. Hi, Betty. Hi. Where are you from? Oh, uh, Alabama. Oh, Lyle, Lyle, Lyle. <laughs> Where about from Alabama? Well, that was a long time ago. Birmingham. Yeah, oh, they're the great. The Yankees died and they go to heaven. Southerners die, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so non-committal about everything. What are your ideas about having a drink, Betty? Oh, it's all right. <laughs> Are you much of a drinker, Betty? No. No. <laughs> I'm bashful. I've been hiding. Oh, don't be bashful, dear. What does your husband do? Uh, it sells fertilizer. <laughs> he sells fertilizer. No wonder you're bashful. Thank God he's the last one I talked to over there. <laughs> I can understand why you just are so, sort of feel mediocre about drinking. You gotta get that damn smell. What's, his, what's the other man's name, Alice? Hi, Josie. What's your bride's first name? Right there in the gallus evening strap. Jenny. Hi, Jen. What's her name? Uh, She's Mary. the last gal there now. Mary Claire. Mary, nice to have you here, dear. How do you fit in with this group? Well, I'm just not too sure. You don't know which wife is going to PASS off yet, right? <laughs> You're what we call a standby reserve. That is correct. 
Everybody in this room had his first shot of hard liquor in high school. I know there are exceptions to that, but generally speaking, it's true. And you usually had that first shot of hard liquor on a dare. And then you got to college. There you drank to be sociable. You get out of college, you reach puberty. And... No, that's not right. You mean when you get out of college, right? kid went to visit his girl on Saturday afternoon, this co-ed, at her home. They're watching a football game on television. The girl's father's seated off to one side. So this kid, a senior, college senior, pulls his flask of whiskey out of his hip pocket, took a healthy swig of this, and the girl's father almost fell out of his chair. He says, young man, I'm 44 years old and I've never touched whiskey. He says, well, don't get any smart ideas, Pop. You ain't getting none of this either. <laughs> Right here in front of me, I have this beautiful young lady. Are both these girls your daughter? Yes, they are. Huh? You're a nice-looking girl. It's nice to meet you. Let's be good to them now. If we can get rid of you, honey, they'll be to get the best treatment they ever had. <laughs> <laughs> you could teach me something? I sure could. With two daughters, you probably could, dear. <laughs> Crew bailed out, too, right? 
No. You know, where do you guys think I'll go fishing tonight? <laughs> There's nothing else to do, let's face it. Well, there's a certainty in that. I, now listen, I start a family fight over this here. Well, I'm very peaceable. Yes, I believe that too, dear. Uh, <laughs> you Entertaining for me, listening to a bunch of people from the 60s drunk in a room. Yes. <laughs> the booze feels like the only answer right now. I'm so incredibly stressed out and nervous and excited and for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up next week. Please buy tickets. I feel like I'm begging people constantly to see comedy. I'm like... <laughs> listen to it's just it's reminding me of when I was a child like listen to me listen to me okay I just I feel I feel so annoying all the time like I'm constantly anyway I have low self-esteem you know who has high self-esteem or at least they should I mean you'd think I'd smoke enough pot I'd have high self-esteem right (laughs) 
Um, I have the new double pressed album from Floating Goat. Got the Spawn of Poseidon and Suburban Anxiety double disc with f- double vinyl fun colors. And this one's green and black. It's really neat. And I'm going to play some Floating Goat because I fucking love them. And it's gonna, I'm going to dance around and it's going to make me feel less stressed. I'm not gonna worry about it because there's nothing. I, there's nothing I can do. I mean, how many times can you pass something on Facebook before Facebook goes? You know what? We want you to pay for. That. No, I'm I'm paying in other ways, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, Spawn of Poseidon. I love this fucking band. Uh, I think they're my they're my favorite band in San Francisco. They're one of my favorite bands of any place, of any time. All right, enjoy.
Yay, floating goat. Uh, you're listening to The Spawn of Poseidon, and that was side one, Get Out of the Way, and The Spawn of Poseidon, and Smoke Rising. And if you love, I mean, I love this band. Imagine how good they are live. They're so, they're so good. Drummer, comedian, Aaron Barrett, such a talented drummer. Also talented comedian. Doesn't do comedy anymore, but used to, and he's very, very funny, and he does a really good George Bush impression that I stole. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, it goes, it goes, <laughs> yeah, I uh, gotta get, gotta get home to Crawford, Texas. <laughs> yeah, Laura's making taquitos. <laughs> it's Mexican for little taco. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Here is side two of the Spawn of Poseidon. You guys are still listening to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. And the Great Wasteland, entropy must be stopped and caught in the headlights. All right, this is a floating goat.
Floating goat, everyone. Floating goat, spawn of Poseidon. All right, so this is the second disc, and it's Suburban Anxiety. I love floating goat, you guys. Uh, Chris Corona, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. And Ian, what's Ian's last name? I never know that. There it is. Ian Pettiprin plays bass. All right, uh, here's the second disc. I've got Lee Stewart coming in. And Latoya, the sheriff of truth, will be here at 2.30. So keep listening to Mutiny Radio. Floating goat, everyone.
fucking hell yeah. Chris Corona of the Floating Goat, he shreds so hard. I love that guy. He's also a really talented artist and just a super cool guy. Chris Corona of the 12 bands. He's in like a billion bands, one of them being Floating Goat. But Floating Goat's been together for like over 20 years. That's crazy, right? Uh, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett, such a good drummer. Go go see them live. Um, I saw them at Bottom of the Hill not too long ago. Oh, by the way, this is the end of AltaCast, and we're moving into the Some Call Me Tim time. But it doesn't matter. You're either listening live or you're not. The podcast system is all down. Throwing money at the problems. I'm sorry, everybody. 